0: Thank you for listening to this Podcast One production. Now available on Apple Podcasts, Podcast One, Spotify, and anywhere else you get your podcasts. The following is a presentation
1: of Podcast One.
0: What the hell is Brett Favre doing here?
1: Eric Bowling and Brett Favre on everything from politics and sports to business and culture. This
0: year has been insane. I
1: got some advice for y'all. Take two weeks off, then quit. That man right there, number four, Brett Favre. First NFL completion
2: and it's to
0: himself
1: it's big time and prime time
2: that's right brett Favre is brett
1: Favre.
0: Yeah. now it's bowling with Favre. all right we got a huge guest highly anticipated guest country music star but also american idol judge just a massive massive personality celebrity luke bryan joining us and here he comes luke and brett we're gonna have some fun sorry boys what's up
1: how you doing I'm good, you know, obviously had COVID, you know, I'm sorry we had to put this off, but, you know, the day we were, the day we were supposed to do yeah. the original podcast was probably, I, I was, it was probably my worst day of symptoms that I had. And, but once, you know, two or three days of feeling like crap, then I kind of, I pulled, oh. you know, then I started feeling a lot better. But, yeah, and I was then, the same way. you know, how, when did you get it? December. Yeah, my wife got it, it around New Year's and then she had to, you know, she quarantined like the first half of January and I was with her every day and never got it, I, you know, and uh, just a weird deal. Did your whole family get it from you or? You know, it's weird
2: because I was deer hunting in Kansas. Me and my brother and a good buddy. We saw no humans. So I maybe a deer gave it to me. <laughs> <laughs> but I came home. I felt like I had a sinus infection. There was a lot of stuff blowing around in the air in Kansas, and I thought ragweed or something. I'm allergic to certain pollen. So I thought, I mean, I didn't feel terribly bad. And I said, let me just get tested just be safe. And the the doctor said, I, based on your symptoms and how you told me, you may have contracted something, which is baffling because it was me and my brother and my buddy, and uh, they didn't get it. I don't know where I got it, but uh, it I tested positive. He said, man, I'm shocked. You
1: tested positive. Yeah. Same thing with me. I had uh, uh, May 1st, I had to do a 100-mile bike ride on the Natchez Trace uh, uh, in Jackson, Mississippi. So I was training to do this 100-mile bike ride. And, you know, it's it's mid-April. Things are in bloom I mean I'm riding 50 miles outside yeah. and every every spring I mean I get a sinus infection every spring and then I was riding in LA and I went and did a big ride up in LA and my first symptom was in LA and you know I just had a like a little like totally seasonal allergies yeah. didn't have a fever taste still have my taste and smell and then I get back home to Nashville and I got a doctor buddy of mine and he's like, Man, you you probably ought to get tested. And I'm like, I'm oh, like, wow. Dude, I don't have COVID. I got a damn, I've got my normal bronchitis from breathing in. And damn that same thing. When when the girl told me I had it, I was like, <laughs> and two days before that, I had tested negative on two separate tests. Mm-hmm. I mean, it showed up on me in in 12 hours. It showed up. So yeah,
0: you know, you know, Luke. We had a uh, we had Nugent on a couple of weeks
1: ago, and he oh, he, he <laughs> ate some, he ate a little crow, didn't he? <laughs> <laughs> he had
0: spent uh, the prior couple of weeks saying it was a hoax. <laughs> the hoax bit him in the ass pretty hard. I think he uh, he was a little He's shocked how devastating
2: it was. Uh, I, I'd like to know if it sidelined him or is he still wide open? I mean, he was nonstop on the show. I, I think I said three words.
1: Oh god, I think that's how he I think that's his daily regimen just to wake up and give it hell. <laughs> Full throttle.
0: Full throttle. So well, let's just keep going with this guys. This is great. Luke, if you don't mind, um if I could just ask you a couple quick quick questions about let's let's do the, the, the do the idle stuff first. We'll get to your, yeah. your new album and stuff, but but idle man, you're you're a rock star, you're a superstar in country, and then all of a sudden now you're a TV star. How's the transition
1: treating you? man you know when i um when idol you know this is our first our first season of um i mean this is our fourth season of american idol so you got to figure 5 years ago we started you know the people with idol and abc started kind of courting me you know they started um you know they started reaching out to me and wanting to know my interest level with being a judge on american idol and, and, you know, I knew that ABC was picking it up. and uh, But at the time, I mean, I'm doing like, I mean, I'm playing stadium shows and I'm mm-hmm. doing selling out back-to-back amphitheaters. And, I mean, I'm making as much money as I could have ever dreamed of on tour. Mm-hmm. And I'm totally focused on who I am as a country music singer. And so I had a lot of anxiety of, because once I took, took on the idol role you know once I took idol you know that's 70 other days a year Mm -hmm. that I'm not focused on music so I mean I remember there were nights that literally I could have flipped a coin and said you know what I'm I'm enjoying where I'm at in music Uh, and I've just figured out how to be a country uh, a country music singer and and so I had some I had some some days where i i, I was going to say yes or no and then um and then you know i'd even called keith urban and talked to keith and keith was like man you need to do it you need to do it mm-hmm. and i and that was a big thing and i had talked to blake shelton he goes you need to do it you need to do it and uh and then you know talked with my family you know ran it by my wife we obviously understood you know the other the other tolls that taking on a new endeavor and, man, I look back now and, you know, I I, I thank my lucky stars that, that I decided to do it. I mean, when you look at um, certainly, I mean, the touring industry and the touring world and the whole world got shut down. But I was still able to have, you know, a pretty, uh, I mean, an amazing gig in entertainment. And I was able to still you know, make some money through the year and, and do, and do the show. I mean, it was just a complete blessing and through all that. I mean, we look at, um, you know, year four and man, we, we just feel like we're clicking on all cylinders this year. We feel like it's certainly been our best, our best season, our most talented season. And, you know, you look at, you look at me and Lionel and Katie and we're having a blast and, and, you know, it's, it's, you know, now we're in talks of, uh, you know, we're we're starting to talk out season five, and man, it's been a it's been a real educational, eye opening experience. And man, I, I just thank God every day I, I said yes to it. It's been an amazing ride. Yeah, it's it's been a from the outside looking in.
2: It's got to be hard to find the chemistry with with the judges, much like a football team. You know, oh, totally. In fact, man, this guy or this girl is going to be perfect. She's gonna fit right in, and then uh, you know it's chaos. <laughs> but, but like I've told you, Luke, uh, after sh- we watch a show or something, uh, I'll send Luke a message and say, "Man, awesome! You guys, and, and I love Lionel. You, you know, he—I uh, grew up on Lionel Richie. Uh, totally. But you guys, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's like great gumbo. It's the right ingredients, man." <laughs> Mm-hmm. i i 'm telling you the, the judges play such a major role in the entertainment
1: either positively or negatively and well it's like you run. i'm I'm sure when you walked into Green Bay for the first time and you heard you heard the players that brought the team together and changed the organization and you heard the horror stories of one player disrupting the whole locker room with the beauty of me and Lyle and katie is Man, there's just there's really no egos there. There's no egos about what what can American Idol do for Katy Perry or Luke Bryan or Lionel Richie. It's about what can we do for these kids that are standing in front of us, and and it's been that way since day one. <clears throat> it's been that way since day one with us. And let me tell you, I mean, walking in, we heard the and not to throw past judges under the bus, but you know. When when there's when you've got when you've got all those dynamics of people not showing up on time and, mm-hmm. and, and and hanging up the whole production cycle and coming in two, three hours late, well then the show shifts. The show takes the show quits being about cutting the cameras on and making a beautiful show. It becomes about the stress, you know, the stress on the other side. Well, Well, man, I mean, I can honestly say, I mean, working with Lionel and Katie and even Ryan, you know, Ryan's been doing this for 19 years and he tells us every day he's having more fun than ever. And there ain't nothing in entertainment. Ryan Seacrest has not been a part or or witnessed. So that's an important, that's an important aspect. It allows the producers to go be producers and go find talent. They know that, you know, so it's, it's a pretty amazing dynamic that we have and, and it's, it's totally that way. It's no different than a than a football cl- a football team that's just clicking on all cylinders.
2: Yeah, yeah. yeah. I I, uh, I think back when you when you mentioned Green Bay, I think back to my first team meeting. Uh, I was twenty, just at, just turned twenty two, and Mike Holmgren is our head coach, and we're all in the team meeting room to start training camp, and Mike Holmgren says. And we, I'd met him and been around him a little bit for many camps, but n- not a great deal. And honestly, at 22, I didn't know a good team from a bad team. <laughs> I, th- I thought I did, but I really didn't know a great player from an average player. I mean, you just kind of based it off what you, your past experiences were. And I was in Atlanta for a year, and that doesn't count. So Holmgren exactly. says to the team, um, Half of you – SOBs ain't worth a damn. And I'd get rid of you today, but I wouldn't have enough to play our first game. But mark my word, unless you change my mind, and we ain't even practiced yet. He said, Mark my word, you will be gone soon as I can, unless you show me something different. And I'm I'm like, whoa. Yep. It, it, but uh Well, fortunately, I made the cut.
0: Well, Brett, I'm sure you can speak to this, but as a GM or a head coach, you always want to recruit the best players. You want quality candidates, people that will stick with you. And it sure would be easier if you had a hiring partner who helped make your life easier. If you're a business owner now, you need Indeed. Indeed is the job site that makes hiring as easy as one, two, three, post, screen, and interview all on Indeed. Get your quality shortlist of candidates whose resumes on Indeed match your job description faster. Only pay for the candidates that meet must-have qualifications and schedule and complete video interviews in your Indeed dashboard. Indeed makes connecting with and hiring the right talent fast and easy. Plus, there are tools like Instant Match, which gives you quality candidates that fit your job description immediately. According to Talent Nest, Indeed delivers four times more hires than all other job sites combined. That's an MVP caliber number. So basically, if you're hiring, you need Indeed. Get started right now with a free $75 sponsored job credit to upgrade your job post at Indeed.com slash bowling. Get $75 credit at Indeed.com slash bowling. Indeed.com slash bowling offers valid through June 30th. Terms and conditions apply. So, Luke, can I ask you? You know, you said you guys get along. I, I was—I'll I'll preface this with—in 2011, I was asked to be on a, a panel show. There were five of us on a show, and it was—we're we all trying to, you know, be the star. It was—it was—it was a little bit of of what you guys do. At certain point, a couple years into it, we just kind of fell into our roles. We all—we became family, right? But the first—the beginning was bumpy roads because we were trying to figure out who's—who's going to break out, who wasn't going to break out is there a point where you felt like you guys just clicked and it was, it wasn't more, wasn't competition between judges anymore? Or was that, was that day one?
1: Well, you know, day one, we never really, um, you know, day one, we, we, we never really sensed any of that. I mean, when you look at, you know, when you look at Lionel and no one potentially in the history of music, you know, I mean, he's up there with Prince and Michael Jackson and, and Elvis of of accolades. So you just can't even, you know, you can't even expect to touch his legacy. Hmm. And then you put on top of, you put on top of that. He's just an amazing human being. I mean, so you Lionel's got his lane. I mean, you look at Katy Perry. I mean, she is a global worldwide superstar. I mean, she can go to Rio de Janeiro and sell out a soccer stadium. And then she can fly out of, Japan and do that. And, you know, and then you got me where, (laughs) I mean, I'm, you know, I'm just, I've got my lane too, Mm -hmm. you know, and I look, you know, I look at, and when I got around Katy Perry and got to know her and understand that her troubles and her worries are a totally different, they come from a totally different, um, it's just a whole, it's not even, you can't even put. What she has to deal with, from you know, it's just amazing to learn mm-hmm. the challenges that that on a global scale. And like I said, Lionel's done lived it all three times, so he's just there to have fun yeah. and he's just riding the wave. He's just there to have fun and, and share his knowledge and and like there was ask, there was things like Katie Perry. I mean, she didn't know, I and mean, she knew I was a big country singer, but you know, I would. I would come on set and then Katie would read a headline and she's like, did you, where were you last night? And I said, well, (laughs) I was at Gillette stadium. She goes, well, what were you doing at Gillette stadium? I said, well, Katie, I sold it out two nights in a row. (laughs) And she was like, and then, you know, once she started understanding that, you know, that country music country music artists really do that. Then she was then she started she started going, well this guy has he has some of the he he gets it and you know and that was in year one. We didn't know each other coming in. I knew Lionel a little bit, but now when we look into this year, I mean uh through the years, every year I can Katie can walk around the corner and I can you know she would have been out doing shows I could tell I could tell did she get a good night's sleep last night, and vice versa. she could look at me and go, "Well, Luke's off his game today. I'll pick up slack yeah and, and Lionel you know Lionel is a night owl, so if we had a five thirty a m teller you know we kind of know that we got to leave Lionel alone till he gets his coffee, so once you start knowing right how yeah. everybody can pull each other through and then I mean it was really amazing watching Katie this year you know Katie was a brand new mother yeah I mean poor thing would she would come in and and um I mean you could tell she had not slept in three nights and she'd give us kind of the wink like help me out guys and and then you know about three or four hours she'd have to go you know she was you know she had to go she had breast milk she had to go pump so we were like letting Kate i mean so you know we're just we we're all in there together and and you know going through covid last year and and all those challenges of of redoing the show virtually and then you know even this year we've had to you know i mean everybody out there has had to kind of reinvent um how to do their jobs and their entertainment and like i said we're we're getting you know tested every day, and and all this stuff, and so you just have to look back and go, "I'm thankful I'm here. I'm thankful I'm health- healthy. I'm thankful I've got a successful TV show with Idol." And you know what? Shove shove Q-tips up my nose and tell me I'm negative, <laughs> and let's go make a TV show.
2: <laughs> well, in regards to you and Lionel, uh, I think one of the most entertaining things I saw on TV was when you guys did the tribute. I think it was Country Music Awards. I can't remember the show. But uh, it was a tribute to Lionel, and, he, and you sang one of his songs, and I th- you may have even been hosting. I, I can't remember. It's been
1: probably five, six years ago. It may have been the Kennedy Center Honors, or it could have been. It, it was a thing on CMT. Lionel and I. It was either a CMT like Crossroads, or it was Kennedy Center Honors. So it, it was a big deal, and I thought you guys did a wonderful job of uh, of
2: honoring. Lionel, because I'm like you. You throw a Lionel song, on, I can sing it word for word. Uh, terrible, but I can sing it word for word. <laughs> Same and, here. I mean, and, but you, you, that showed in, in that performance,
1: um, and you could just see Lionel, you know, glowing. Uh, yeah. And, well, and, well, and you know, before I lose the train of thought, you know, like having Brett, having you tell me and text me, enjoy the show tonight man to have fellow celebrities that have busy lives that can be doing a lot of other things knowing that they're watching the show um man is 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 really a you know something that you know it's just a it's just an amazing thing knowing that like I said I think the first time you and I met when we were out in steamboat you know you said, hey man I'm a big fan of the show and I'm like you're almost like really no shit <laughs> <laughs> and then and then you know after you text me a couple of times saying enjoy the show i'm like you know he he, watched, he must watch it yeah he really is watching it so you know we deal with that with celebrities and it's, it's so fun but but yeah you know and back to lionel i mean lionel is just um he's just a genuine human being you know you you know you he never has a bad day he's 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 always there to cheer you up he's always there to listen and you know he's just uh he's just got the best, he's just got the best heart. I mean, and, uh, it, it shows, it shows on TV and it shows, um, it shows with his body of work through music. I mean, anytime, wow. you, anytime you navigate an industry for 40 plus years, that mm. means you've done a good job at not burning bridges. You, you've, you've built bridges, you know?
2: Yeah. And he, from the outside looking in, and I think you've answered this question. Uh, being a Lionel fan, going back to Commodores, uh, <laughs> uh, you you hope if you ever met someone that is like your idol, you look up to. You hope that they're like Lionel Richie is. Totally, like, this guy has. You name it, he's done it, and done it at the at the at the very top. And, but yet he's just he's got time for everybody. And you know, he
1: his body of work speaks for him. He doesn't have to speak himself. And right. So- and and he is he's an example. <clears throat> you know, he's an example. You get a new kid that's a hothead and wants to start showing out and be like, Hey, you know, Lionel Richie don't do that, don't have to. Yeah, so, you know, right. you can stuff like that stuff like that lives, lives on in infamy, you know, and, and the negative, you know, what's funny is how positive Lionel is. The, the negative, the negative people in all forms of music, you know, the, 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 the people that have, have got a legacy of not being like Lionel, that lives on in infamy, too. <laughs> I'm, yeah. sure. I'm yeah. sure those guys are in the football world, too. <laughs> oh, yeah, absolutely.
0: Men's health doesn't get much attention, and that's partly our fault, guys. We don't like going to the doctor, and we definitely don't like talking about sensitive issues. But here's the thing. A lot of men's health issues have really simple answers. RexMD.com is here for that. Rex MD makes getting prescription ED medications easy, all done online and from the comfort of your home, then delivered. No office visits, no talking to receptionists. Super, super simple. And right now, sample packs of ED medications are available for listeners of Bowling with FarV, our podcast. And we'll tell you how to get those in a second so it's simpler than ever to get started. But here's how it works. You fill out a quick medical questionnaire on their website, and a doctor reviews your situation and prescribes you the ED medications you need, if appropriate. Then your medication is shipped right to your door with free two-day shipping. Guys, half of all men experience ED after the age of 40. That stat may sound scary, but it's a fact. So let RexMD help. Guys are getting better performance quickly and conveniently with RexMD. It really is a game changer. It's never been easier to take control of your health. Those sample pack prescriptions I mentioned are available at RexMD.com slash Farv. So go to RexREXMD.com slash Farv, F-A-V-R-E to get started with RexMD, RexMD.com slash Farv. May I, can I just jump in and ask a quick question, Luke, because I think a lot of people who are watching here would love to know. For country music has such a massive following. For a few years there, the idol winners were all country stars because there was just the when the votes were coming in and you know, and it would you guys would just crush it. You were owning the, the American Idol. Has that changed has anything changed? Have they have they kind of regulated the because you had such a massive Following advantage, have they regulated that behind the scenes
1: man, I, I wouldn't say you know, and i, I, I um, if 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 we've gotten away from country music winners, um, I don't think that's ever been a re- like a regulatory thing for American Idol. I mean I think I think what we've witnessed is certain years have more country artists that show up. Mm-hmm. and uh and you know there there is a certainly some of those years there there's a big west there's a big kind of country music demographic, a country mm-hmm. music watching crowd out there that that um historically you know like we've always heard that man the midwest is really really engaged in American idol and I think sometimes that will that will play into some of the voting. Mm-hmm. And you know what? Just a good old all-American, all-shucks country boy or girl, I think that's always going to resonate yeah. with American Idol uh, watchers. But then, you know, you look – I mean, man, what's funny is you remember the country kids that did well, but then when you look at the body of 19 years, it's a – even, you know, it's pretty diverse, which yeah. is pretty amazing. And even when you look at – um even when you look at, um, uh, you know, when you look at who has won or even who has prospered, I mean, it's a pretty amazingly diverse,
0: yeah.
1: um, Yeah. and it really tells you a lot. I mean, not, you know, it tells you a lot about um, where Americans' hearts truly lie. I mean, I think a lot of people, you know, a lot of people out there voting, they don't go vote for I mean when I call my dad who is he don't know any other music I mean right. I've had conversations with my dad where um you know there was a there was someone on there cross dressing that was singing in drag and my dad was like you know what that that they they won the night you know so I think in the in the at the end of all at the end of all America really just votes with who they think is singing the best I mean yeah. Um, Now, I can say that me and Lionel and Katie, when it starts getting into that top 24 mode, Mm. we don't want, you know, you don't want, if you've got four country singers and you got two great ones and you know the other two are going to get eliminated by America, you know, we'll start, you know, we want to make sure that when we get into our final, you know, when I think this year we had a top 20 and then we didn't vote, either, then we were done. Uh-huh. So we want to make sure we've got a lot of genres covered. We want to make sure we got a lot of characters, a lot of interesting people. Um, you know, sometimes we catch I mean, it's been amazing this year. Sometimes we catch a lot of, um, you know, flack online because we may, we um we may send somebody through that they may not think is as talented as another singer, mm-hmm. but they're not getting the, the, the personality vibes. That, I mean, you know, being a star isn't all about, I mean, if you great singer, I mean, it's not about being a great singer, you're right. It's not, I mean, and it's, you know, being it's, it's about that person having some, some, some magic to them. I mean, and we, we had a couple of kids this year that, Technically, we're not great singers, but man, personality wise, they were just interesting. And you know what? You know, Katie would pull for them. I would pull for them for my favorites based on, you know, they were six or seven out of 10 singer, but they were a nine personality. But once they get to America, man, they they get them out of there. If they're, you know, America, you know, they get them out right. of there if if they're not if they're not clicking on all cylinders. Right. Yeah, I think that
2: you make a great point. I think people do lose sight of uh, – I mean, I, I think of one in particular who is a is a friend and also went to Southern Miss, so I've I, I got a vested interest, Jimmy Buffett. Oh, yeah. I mean, I, I'm, he certainly can sing a lot better than me, but his deal is not so much about singing – but capturing the audience and marketing himself. And there's no one who's done it as great
1: as him. And still, he's probably as popular today as he's number ever been. Yeah. Number one, you know, number one creator of a vibe. Exactly. I mean, he, no one created a vibe better than, than, than Jimmy Buffett. And, you know, he did it with a pretty, laid back, simple voice, Yeah, but he did it, you know, he did it with a style of music that he just, he found his niche. He, rec- he recognized he, he, it.
0: He made and, it okay to day drink. He made it, like it's, it's an acceptable practice and, and go for it. Have, listen to some. I, mean, I, remember, beer.
1: I remember being a kid, you know, I was probably eight or nine and, you know, my parents, you know, they'd have a, You know, they'd have a a Saturday night supper club at at the pool, you know, at our, you know, they'd have, you know, 10 couples over and everybody's drinking beer and stuff. And I remember somebody put, why don't we get drunk and screw (laughs) on, on our sound system at the house. And I mean, I saw all the, all of these, all of these people in my hometown that I've never seen kind of cut loose, you know. They're out there drinking and partying and singing. Why don't we get drunk and screwed? And I'm like, and that was the first time I was like, <laughs> I mean, you know, and that was that was, uh, you know, kind of left a uh, a lasting impression in my brain. But uh, but you know that that's what Jimmy Buffett's all about. He's about, I mean, you know, when you roll up to a Jimmy Buffett concert, I mean, everybody's the the the, the one thing is there to get some margaritas to put some parrot. Yeah, head gear on and and to probably not remember the back back (laughs) three quarters of the show.
0: (laughs) You know, both Brett and I spend a lot of time outdoors, biking, hunting, you name it. But Mother Nature doesn't always play nice. So you better be ready for whatever the world throws at you with a face shield from S.A. Company. S.A. Company has all the protective gear you need to brave the elements and explore more every day. We really love their face shields. They're UPF 30, lightweight and breathable, the perfect piece of protective gear for your next adventure, like when Brett's up in a bluff or I'm working out in the backyard. They're just perfect for so many different things. Yeah, and I love those camo ones they got. Brett, you should try one of these. They're sharp, and whether you're working in the sun or cold or going hunting, hiking, fishing, skiing, riding, or biking, SA Company's face shields always have you covered. Plus, they've got dozens of eye-catching designs for men, women, and children, and they're one-size-fits-all, machine washable, and get this, a lifetime warranty, zero risk. And we both love that SA believes in giving back to the men and women who put themselves in the front lines every day through their partnership with Operation Gratitude. They've donated well over 100,000 face shields to those on the front lines of the pandemic for every order SA donates one face shield to a first responder. Think about that. That really matters. So stay protected outdoors, folks, because right now you get an insane deal. Buy one, get four free a $150 value for just $24.99. Just go to SAFishing.com slash bowling to get five face shields for the price of one, plus a lifetime warranty and free returns if you're not completely satisfied. That's SAFishing.com slash bowling, SAFishing.com slash bowling. One of the things we've done with every star that comes on is we've asked Brett, and you know he—he's the one who has, has uh, all these intros. How did you? How did you guys meet, Brett? How did you meet? Well, uh,
2: and Luke knows this. So I, I'm in uh, Fairhope, Alabama, probably eight years ago, uh, maybe even longer. My our youngest daughter was playing a travel volleyball tournament. We were staying at the Grand Hotel in Fairhope, Alabama, and I get on the elevator by myself, and this this guy gets on behind me, and it's just us two. And uh, he says, hey, are you Brett? Uh, and I said, yes, sir, I am. He said, hey, I'm Luke Bryan's dad. He, he said, you here for the pecan convention? <laughs> and I said, no, sir, I'm not. I'm, I'm here for my daughter. Uh, she's playing a, a, a travel volleyball tournament. We, we chatted a little bit, and I told him I was a fan of Luke's. And uh, it, it was a funny little exchange. So that was the first Even though I didn't meet Luke then, I met his dad. Nice guy. Um, (laughs) So several, a couple of years ago, two or three, maybe two years ago, we're in Steamboat. Yeah. And we've been to Steamboat several times skiing. I'm a terrible skier. But uh, we we always rent from the same guy. We kind of got a a chef that cooks for us, Damon, who happens to be from Mississippi. So uh, first night, Damon's cooking for us, and we were about three houses down from the first house we ever stayed in uh, right on the ski hill. And I said, who's staying in the big house this week? uh, Damon says, "Uh, well, I can't really say anything. (laughs) Well, hell, you can tell me. I don't care. And he said, you probably know him, Luke Bryan. I said, actually, I'm a fan, but I don't know him. And I I told him a story about meeting his dad. And I said, well, if, if you're over there before we leave, we were going, we got probably got there a few days before Luke was leaving. Um, I said, just tell Luke we're, we're in town and, uh, I'll drop in, say hello or vice versa. And so the last day Luke actually comes down, walks down to the house, comes in and we're all eating breakfast. My daughter and three or four of her friends and, um, he comes in, just chats, and I don't even know if they noticed that Luke was there at first. It was so <laughs> nonchalant. And we just had a good little conversation, shot the bull, and he said, all right, I'm flying out. I'm <laughs> oh, having a good time. And that was it.
1: Yeah. But in that time, you know, it's it's amazing when you, um, like I said, I grew up certainly watching, I mean, Brett my my whole life. And then to have my dad, I mean, man, my dad is, that totally sounds like, what that totally sounds like an interaction he would have with somebody like Brett, you know, I mean, and he's a, I can't believe, you know, he's a, I'm talking about maybe the top 10 Atlanta Falcons fan in the, on planet earth. I mean, nobody, (laughs) nobody So I can't believe he didn't uh, give you a little grief for leaving the Falcons (laughs) uh, in the elevator. But, uh, but yeah, you know, I think what was really fun meeting Brett and Steamboat is just, Knowing, you know, she, I mean, once you get two Southern boys together and they start talking about, you know, deer hunting and duck hunting and yeah. and, and stuff like that, you know, then we start realizing that we got a lot in common and enjoy Absolutely. enjoy the same things and and share the same passions and 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 so we, you know, I, I left that going. Man, we got to me and him got to get to hunt together. Yeah, we got to hunt together. You know. I think every time
2: I go hunt somewhere, one place in particular, I think you've been to, Bill and Ryan Busbis have been. Oh, yeah. Awesome place. So, so fun. I'm, I'm, like for the last three years, every time I go, they're like, you just missed Luke.
1: <laughs> I'm like. The biggest question is, did he leave me the big deer? Yeah, well, hey, I'm about fifty fifty out there, so. Me too. Me too. I'm sure. I'm sure they've got some some war stories from me, but man, yeah, what a that's you know I love that place, and like I said, you know, um, I mean, just and and man, when I when I started having boys, you know, I mean, I know you've uh, you've got some girls around around yeah. your place. But, man, when I started having boys and I was like, oh, my gosh, I'm going to be able to take these kids and get them in the woods. I mean, I mean, there's nothing like it. Nothing like, like, I mean, there's just nothing like sharing time, um, sharing time in the outdoors. And it's funny, my nephew, my nephew's turkey hunting right now. It's last week of turkey hunting in Tennessee, and the phone's been blowing up, so – I think they went down there and probably, I think they got him a turkey. So he's been blowing me up and, you know, he's, he's 19 years old and he's waking up every day going turkey hunting. And, and I just, you know, your kids in the outdoors is just such totally. an important, yeah, I, totally. it's such an important part of, of growing up in my opinion. I, I agree.
0: Hey, Hey Luke, uh, you're in, te- you're in Nashville. I was in Nashville a couple of weeks ago. I stopped by, uh, Luke Bryan Cafe, I think it was, or patio. The, the Thirty-two place.
1: Bridge, yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. yeah. So, just a couple of couple minutes on on your other your other ventures. I see you got a beer company and a hard cider <laughs> company you're working too, and I saw one of the promos for
1: it. It's it's just good stuff. It's like a lot of fun. Well, yeah, we I, well, I, I mean, I didn't even realize, but I'm 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 like a I'm like a car salesman here. I got my two lane, <laughs> two, you know, I mean, um. Just uh, yes, yeah, started Tulane with Constellation Beverage. Constellation, yeah. um, you don't really, you know, you're common You know, I, I never really knew what they do, but then when you when you dive into what they are, I mean, they own um, they own Corona, Modelo, Pacifico, they own uh, Mondavi, Kim Crawford. I mean, they own eighty percent of every wine that you drink in a restaurant. They own. I mean, wow. they're just a ginormous company. And I met those, I met, I met the owners of the company and all the high ups and, and a couple years ago, um, you know, when, when you own Corona, Modelo and Pacifica, you really don't have that, that classic American lager to compete with your, you know, your Budweiser, Bud Light, Coors Light, all those. And, and somehow we started talking things out and they decide to team up with, with, with this guy right here. And we built, you know, kind of a, you know, we started our beer brand and then we, we trans, we, uh, we, went, we went over into hard seltzers too, because that's certainly, um, that's certainly hot as a firecracker right now. Mm-hmm. But, um, so yeah, we, uh, we, we launched it last spring and literally, I mean, the worst timing to ever try to launch a beer brand. And, uh, you know, um, and so we, we, it wasn't going well. We, we kept having to, we've got a, where we we brew it in delville virginia a little you know a brewery and you know the brewery was getting shut down for you know and because it was you know the whole world was shutting down so we just backed up now we're doing a big release and heck i mean when you're when you're teamed up with a great group like constellation i mean it feels really good and the beer the beer is great i mean my mother uh my mother's been a been a beer drinker her whole life, and she finally signed off on. Uh, I, saw, I saw that in the promo. You're my you're finally my, got her endorsement. That's wow. right. That's good. That's saying a lot. <laughs> you
0: ever you ever show up at, at the uh, the Nashville uh, bar and play?
1: Yeah, you know we've done some events down there. We actually hosted a uh, you know back when the draft, the NFL draft was in um, was in Nashville. Kirk Herbstreet called me up and we did a, uh, we did a charitable, a charitable party. Um, and we, uh, so we've done a lot of stuff there. I mean, obviously COVID kind of, I hadn't been, I've been down there a couple of times, but as the summer comes along, you know, we'll always create a bunch of fun events and it's, it's always fun grabbing a guitar and, and doing like a surprise cameo and hopping on stage with the cover bands there. And, and, and uh, it's, it, that's been an amazing thing too. I mean, and and, and right across the street from Kid Rock's place. You, 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 yeah, I mean, you know, if 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 my bar is putting out about you know a hundred decibels, Kid Rock's over there. They're putting oh, out hey, about a about hundred years Yeah, about a hundred and forty decibels. Sounds <laughs> <laughs> like a jet airplane taking off. <laughs> it's a
0: great, it's a great corner, in Nashville. If you want to go party, anyone that's yeah. listening, that's a that's a place to hang out. Yeah. Well, look,
2: man. We don't want to keep you. I know you're busy. Uh, certainly appreciate you coming on, man. I, I,
1: you, know, when, let's, you know, in a couple months, let's do this again, and we'll talk some hunting and stuff. I know you all had some other topics, but, man, I get so long-winded. Uh, no, you're great. <laughs> I'll get long-winded. And, We'd love to have you on again. Yeah, yeah. Especially, you know, if, Luke, if, if
0: just, just promote your, your, new, your new music. What's, what's in the you – you're yeah, releasing
1: – yeah, we did a, a deluxe edition of Born Here, Live Here, Die Here that came out, um, came out first of a, uh, I guess first of April. So yeah, we got that going on. Got a, my current singles called Waves and it's, it's doing great. And man, just get ready to finish up the finale with American Idol. And, uh, my, you know, my touring, we start the Proud to Be Right Here tour, uh, which kicks off, I think July 8th. Mm-hmm. And uh, we've got all the dates up and. And like I said, man, I'm I'm so glad we uh, we finally got to do this, and certainly thankful for uh, all your listeners out there. And and uh, Brett, we got to get together, get this duck hunting, this do some kind of hunting.
2: I'll set us up a hunt this fall.
1: Let's do it. You know, I
2: I got a lot of free time. You don't, so <laughs> I'll shoot you a text with a couple of dates and
1: yeah. few places that we go. Yeah, totally. And same same here. And we'll have some fun. I'm the. I tell people I'm the best person in the world to get in a hunting lease with you because I'll get in the lease with you, and I'm too busy to ever show up.
2: Make sure may one time,
1: yeah. <laughs> well, hey, I'll set it up. You just make sure you be there. Yeah, man. Well, listen, big fans of obviously both of y'all, and thank y'all for your time. And uh, let me know if y'all get to Nashville, and we'll we'll try to hook up. Thanks. Sounds That's good, that-
0: Thank you very much, man. And we didn't get to some of the really cool stuff, some of the other stuff you do in your personal life. And we'll, we'll do that next time. You're, totally. you're just a great guy. Just a great guy. And I'm blessed to be on a, on a podcast with Luke Bryan and Brett Favre. How lucky
1: am I? Hey, hey, me too. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, guys. Y'all have a good day. All right, man. Take All care. Right,
0: thank you. So always, always great to have these guys on. Brett, we got to say thank you for, for getting that introduction to Luke Bryan. And, and everyone remember, come and rate the show go to itunes rate the show put a review up there and you might win either a brett Favre jersey or a luke Bryan boxed album sets autographed by luke Bryan. uh just make sure you got to write the review so we can read them and figure out which one's the best one we figure out who the winner is great week great uh chance to talk to luke Bryan about all the cool things that are going on in his world and see y'all very soon coming real it's the next episode what about? Rick, Bob, Russ.
1: Follow the show on Twitter for the latest news and links to all our social media channels. Bowling with Favre is executive produced by Ali Brito and Rob Jenners. This has been a presentation of Live by Lives Podcast One.